Before I get into this episode, I have to tell you about Making Marketing. It's a weekly conversation with the people who are leading and innovating the world of marketing, be it data, brand safety, transparency, relationship with platforms, or emerging markets. They're at the front line. Now, some of our recent guests have included David Dancer of MedMed, IBM's Michelle Peluso, and Vimla Black Gupta of Equinox. Tune in on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to Digiday Live, our podcast where we bring you the best sessions from our many summits around the world. I'm Aditi Sangu, and I'm bringing you another session that we hosted at the Digiday Video Marketing Summit in Nashville, Tennessee, from November 28th to November 30th. In this session, we talked to SoulCycle CCO Greg Gritrich about the media ambitions of the company. Listen in. So uh, let's start with sort of just the background, right, in terms of what are you, uh, how, how long has it been now since you joined SoulCycle? Six months. Six months. So yeah. why did you join? What's the reason behind it? And what have you been doing the last six months? Yeah, I mean, for me, it all starts with the brand. The, um, the most amazing thing about SoulCycle is it's never been just a workout. Um, it's always been an experience. And when I looked at why uh, the riders, the audience, consumers loved Soul, it came down to five things. Uh, the first was uh, it makes them happy. So first and foremost, the reason people go to Seoul, spend money with Seoul, spend time with Seoul is happiness and joy. Second thing was the music. They love uh, the curation of the music in the classes. Mm -hmm. uh, third uh, were the instructors, the talent, 350 folks uh, who are, are uh, leading those experiences. Fourth uh, was a sense of community, and it wasn't until fifth that it was like, this is a really good workout. <laughs> so as a, a guy who grew up in media and entertainment, when you look at that, when you uh, look at this amazing brand, and you think about how you can translate that through other mediums, platforms, programs, that's what was super exciting about it. Mm -hmm. And there was also another detail in there that 86% uh, of the current audience wanted to hear more from the brand. Mm -hmm. uh, felt like that even though we're in 90 locations across the country, expanding you know, pretty much uh, every couple months, uh, they felt like they weren't getting enough uh, of the brand, wanted to hear more from the brand, wanted the brand in their lives more often. So that's why we uh, decided to launch the media division, uh, was how do you take this brand, this experience, and bring it to a global audience but make it into a business. Okay, so, so uh, let's start with like uh, media division. Uh, what does that entail today? Like, how yeah. many people is it? What kind of uh, <clears throat> I guess roles are, are existing within this yeah, division? Yeah. So it's very uh, startup uh, focused, uh, and reminds me of my past gigs mm -hmm. of uh, starting with a small team. Uh, so we brought in a head of content uh, and creative. Uh, her name's Laurel Pinson. Uh, she was at Glamour most recently, uh, running all things digital. Um, we brought in a head of talent, talent management, uh, Angela Bowers, who spent a lot of time at Viacom, also at Vox, uh, to work with those 350 plus instructors, and then brought in a head of like strat, growth, and ops, uh, Stephanie Kirkpatrick uh, from LearnVest. So those three folks uh, joined the team a uh, month or so after uh, I did. So first was recruiting. Mm -hmm. And then we looked across Seoul, and we brought in the experiential team and a couple other folks. So uh, started really tight, you know, uh, six, seven people for the first three months. Uh, we've been testing and rolling out, uh, you know, short form video, mm -hmm. expanding experiences, doing audio. So we're at like 
20 uh, people now internally. Mm -hmm. uh, we also have a variety of you know, production partners, agencies that we work with, because uh, right now we're very much in the test and learn phase. Mm -hmm. uh, and then once we see what works, uh, you know, experiential is where we're really excited now and how that connects to video. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> we're putting resources into that. And I, I want to get into that a bit in terms of yep. both the experiential side as well as how you guys are working with partners. Um, but with respect to you know, you're building uh, this media division, obviously, as you've mentioned, video is going to be a part of it. Um, what's the breadth you're looking at, right? And, and then what have you done so far in terms of like, when you say SoulCycle is now going to be making video, what does mm -hmm. that exactly mean in terms of all that is available to sure. you guys? So on the, on the, specifically on the video component, we're looking mostly at short form serialized video for distributed platforms. Mm -hmm. uh, we love Meerkat. Okay. It's like the be best, best, best possible thing, thing ever. Yeah. People are paying attention. Got not one laugh. Not one laugh. Because my joke was better it was. than when I did it. So oh, should have um, gone with like Periscope or something. Yeah, yeah. No. I don't know. Meerkat. OK. Yeah. Uh, so we're <laughs> focusing a lot on Instagram. We have a big audience on Instagram, a lot of engagement on Instagram. So uh, rolling out serialized um, content there, uh, very much like my past life at Mashable mm -hmm. uh, or at NBC in terms of developing reoccurring programming uh, mm -hmm. for that platform. Um, uh, we're also tying in uh, video with our experience. So um, we've been doing events and experiences for many years, mostly pop-up versions of Seoul mm -hmm. um, at destinations, uh, Martha's Vineyard, Vail, Aspen, et cetera. Uh, but uh, about a month ago, six weeks ago, we pushed in the music uh, in a big way uh, and launched a new series called Sound by Soul Cycle. Mm -hmm. And that was designed uh, to not only create a unique experience, which is not easy these days, mm -hmm. uh, not only to take care of the current audience and give our most loyal uh, riders something cool to experience, but uh, bring in a new audience, but it was all purpose-built for Instagram. Mm -hmm. So the actual event uh, was uh, set up so that we could create video that would then be distributed across Instagram. Mm -hmm. uh, and now we're taking that uh, event series and bringing it to Vegas and then uh, doing, you know, uh, half dozen or so next year. Cool. Uh, I think we have a video for the show, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, we play the video and then I'll tell you a little bit about it. Yeah. Cool. Those of you guys who are part of our SoulCycle community, you know music is everything in what we do every day in every single one of our studios. And so we have created Sound by SoulCycle, the best music artists celebrating the magic of what we do every day in our studios. Together tonight, we just want to set an intention for unconditional happiness. You're loved by everyone in this world. You are blazing your own trail. You are blazing your own trail. My mantra every day is shine bright like Frankie, and SoulCycle actually helps me do that every single day. So what you saw there um, is uh, six weeks ago, we took over a uh, former uh, sanctuary space in Harlem, built a circular stage, uh, brought in Louis the Child, a uh, DJ duo from Chicago uh, that has blown up, uh, and uh, Ellie Duhay uh, to perform. But uh, to make it more than a concert and part performance art, we also got two SoulCycle instructors who are tight with those uh, musicians. They worked with the musicians on the set list, and then we surrounded the stage with about 50 bikes. 
So the bikes, uh, the instructors, the folks on the bikes were part of the concert and performance. We invited 350 people to come to the concert and just uh, hang out and experience it. Um, Bose and Kettle One sponsored um, the event. Brand sponsoring a brand event. Exactly. Yeah, okay. it happened. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we purpose built it for uh, for uh, Instagram. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're able to reach a massive audience that wasn't there. Um, and now we're taking it to Vegas. So at Vegas, we're expanding it more. Uh, our new uh, studio at Vegas is in the win. So we're going to work with them. They've got folks coming through Club Excess, uh, their nightclub. So on December 15th, uh, we're going to do uh, another version of Sound by Soul um, with um, an artist, but also tie in a retail collab. So if you think of uh, SoulCycle, we have the studio business that's existed for 13 years, the retail business, which is growing, and the, the media business, which is brand new. Mm -hmm. So uh, this next concert event that we do in Vegas uh, is designed not only to, again, bring Soul to a bigger audience who can't get to Vegas, but will help us market uh, the Vegas studio. And then with a retail collab with musicians, uh, that retail will be available in all of our other locations and via e-com as well. Okay, so let's definitely talk about uh, how it ties into the other areas of the business first. Uh, uh, second, I mean, but uh, first let's talk about just the, the business you're building because a lot of brands say they have a media division or yeah. they're going to be a media company now. Yes. Uh, there's a studio or whatnot. Uh, one, uh, you have to ask why because media business sucks. Like, Mike today, yeah, you know, just went through, yeah, yeah. so. when we were waiting for you. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, listen, I had a town hall. Uh, but I'd love to start, th let's start first there, right? Like, you know, what, why, why attempt this in an environment where it is incredibly difficult to th thrive as a media company, especially when you're doing something that, you, the way you guys are approaching, right? You said these, this, this will be constant, uh, uh, content built for distributed platforms, social platforms, where, again, the business opportunity is not that all that great for media mm -hmm. companies. So why that uh, first and foremost? Yeah, I mean, that's where we're starting on video, right? right? So we're also, the things that uh, we've rolled out in the last six months, early days, mm -hmm. uh, were original audio programming. So when you go back to what I was saying about what the audience loves about Soul, mm -hmm. music being a big component of that. So we did a deal with Apple have exclusive playlists on Apple, but we're also creating original audio programming on Apple, mm -hmm. track length um, uh, recordings that are mo mostly motivation and uh, mindfulness from the instructors so you can get them in your ear uh, when you're commuting or in your you know mm -hmm. daily life. You got a bad moment, uh, need some uplift, some happiness. Yeah. So with that uh, relationship with Apple, um, that subscription base with Apple, where mm -hmm. we're promoting uh, towards Apple. Mm -hmm. So um, whether it's the uh, sponsorships or the events and the sponsorships of the events tie into the, the video, whether it's retail and e-com, mm -hmm. um, whether it's uh, subscription-based uh, affiliate uh, side. The goal right now is to test and mm -hmm. see what resonates, not only with the existing audience, but mm -hmm. with a bigger potential audience. But yeah, so I'd say we need another three, six months to see what's working, mm -hmm. and then we'll push big into that. Um, the, is it safe to say that like the goal is you, you, this, this is, you know, this is something that, that can help other parts of the business, but we also need to make money from our media, media yes. division. Yes. Like you have, they have assigned you that. Like this, is a, this has to be its own revenue, revenue generating portion of the company. Correct, correct. Mm -hmm. So that, like, there is upside with, by driving that awareness top of funnel mm -hmm. of helping the studio business of driving more retail. But mm -hmm. yes, we're viewing this very much as how do we take soul mm -hmm. and bring it to an audience that cannot walk into 
one of the 90 uh, physical locations. Mm -hmm. um, and then how do we uh, build loyalty with them? And then what's the right way to drive revenue uh, mm -hmm. from that relationship? And again, understand this is still early and maybe you know, in six months there's more and more to talk about in this area. But like you mentioned, you had the event being sponsored by a couple of brands. Like, is yeah. that how you're kind of approaching it to where you just go to other brands and say like, we're doing something, come sponsor this content series for, you know, that we're doing? Or like, how, how do you envision beginning to build out revenue streams for yeah, the yeah. content I mean, you create? It, so right now it's very much multiple revenue streams. So looking at things, uh, whether it's sponsorships, whether it's partnership deals mm -hmm. around distribution, mm -hmm. uh, licensing, um, whether eventually it's subscription uh, mm -hmm. based, you know, we have an audience that uh, comes to our app uh, on a regular basis to book classes to um, you know uh, get the, the instructor that they uh, so like a soul cycle like subscription you mean yeah so okay. or, or taking that repeat visits right mm -hmm. and then like what's the right way then uh, to put uh, things in front of that audience so um, you know I think there's a big opportunity around retail because mm -hmm. if you've been near a soul cycle or not near a soul cycle I'm sure everyone in this room has seen folks walking around mm -hmm. uh, with soul brands uh, uh, you know it's that's a rare thing where mm -hmm. people will wear your brand um, so when we look at how can we grow retail how can we grow e-com mm -hmm. the media portion of the business will be, be a big part of that too right and how and I guess um, to, 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 to take it to the uh, to the full uh, full breadth of the company, how much of it is also just saying, like, the more we get out there, the more we are on Instagram or all these platforms, the idea is more people will come into the studio. And, yeah, I mean, you know, the, like, the connection between media, digital, and in real life is mm -hmm. super interesting. Mm -hmm. So we're in 90 locations, you know, expanding next year to many more. Mm -hmm. If we can have a relationship with an audience where you can uh, experience soul, um, you know, uh, via Instagram, via newsletter, via mm -hmm. a music or concert, take a class either in your hometown or in Vegas or otherwise, that's, uh, mm -hmm. that's very interesting for us, not only from a um, brand perspective, but obviously from a revenue perspective, because mm -hmm. it allows us to, again, drive more loyalty and more engagement across all those different places. Some people might only go to the concert or might only listen to us in Apple Music, mm -hmm. uh, might only take a class uh, in Williamsburg or the West Village or uh, LA, mm -hmm. uh, but there, there are segments of the audience that we know really want more from the brand, so mm -hmm. we're leaning into that. Mm -hmm. and, uh, in terms of the audience, uh, going just back to specifically on the media division, <clears throat> is it more about finding new folks and bringing them into the ecosystem, or is it about we have this base already and just continuously entertaining them and catering to them. So you keep them in the ecosystem, I guess, you know, in a more deeper way. Yeah, I mean, it's both. I mean, the last 10 years, whether it was NBC Local or NBC News or Mashable, it's been very much about not only knowing the current audience mm -hmm. and then segmenting that audience so that <clears throat> they're not all the same, right? So we've done a really good job in the last uh, year at Seoul of looking at the existing audience and breaking them down into cohorts. Um, so we know uh, how to treat even that existing audience differently. Mm -hmm. We also know that there's a big audience of folks who um, have uh, been into a class or have experienced Seoul at some point, but now don't near, live near one of those mm -hmm. uh, locations. And then there's a global audience that is interested uh, in you know, all the aspects of the brand. Mm -hmm. So that's why we're in a test and learn phase right now right. of you know, what can we do for the existing audience and the segments of that audience? What can we do for the audience that has an understanding of soul and experience at some point, and then what's the opportunity to reach the bigger audience that hasn't had uh, really interaction with the brand yet? Mm -hmm. um, 
the, one of the reasons I wanted to show uh, the concert example <clears throat> is part of that was taking care of the most loyal uh, part of our audience mm -hmm. now. Here's an interesting thing that you can do that's unique. Go to see a concert, be with instructors who you have an emotional connection with, um, and experience something that only 300 people uh, could mm -hmm. go check out. But it was also designed uh, to position the brand to a new target audience that might not think of the brand uh, that uh, close to music, even though music's been a core part of the brand for 13 years. Mm -hmm. So whether it's that, you know, the Apple Music uh, partnership, the distributed video, we're being very, very, um, uh, I guess, focused around who are we making this for and why, okay. uh, and then using the initial engagement and data to inform, all right, what do we want to do uh, when we have a full year and we've got uh, some things under our belt? Mm -hmm. So the last six months have been very much just about building and testing and getting that audience uh, breakdown right. Two quick questions. One, uh, is there <coughs> a, a set number of, you, you talked about one Instagram series. Is there a set number you guys are hoping to roll out? Not just on Instagram, but like, how much stuff are you guys holding Yeah, yeah, so we've got about a half dozen um, uh, series mm -hmm. uh, in production, uh, different uh, amounts of episodes uh, mm -hmm. per series. And they're all short form? Yeah, they're all short form. They range from like an interview series, like our device for our first interview series, uh, it's called Resistance, mm -hmm. uh, is that we're uh, booking notable uh, folks, whether they're musicians or uh, actors or actresses, uh, for an interview. Uh, and we're putting them on a bike, mm -hmm. uh, and as we interview them, they're turning up the resistance. So the device uh, carries the interview as much as right. um, you know the content. Uh, we're excited about that. I, one of the amazing things about the brand is there's so many notable people, mm -hmm. uh, big names, celebrities who love soul. Mm -hmm. uh, so you know, even from my NBC days, that was uh, not difficult to book people when you're mm -hmm. at NBC. At Soul, uh, it's amazing. You reach out to uh, folks who have been spending time with the brand, and they're you know very much looking to work with us too. Mm -hmm. And uh, will it always be short form, or would you go longer? Would you look at stuff that? You know, if you're any legitimate media company, you would say, okay, we're looking at television, we're looking at, you know, over-the-top content. Yeah. Like, is that is that in the works or could be in the works? Yeah, I mean, we're looking at, I mean, we're looking at everything. We're also six months old, right? right. So, like, we're, I don't want to stand up here and say we're going to do this and this, and uh, it's just early days right now, mm -hmm. uh, but we're really happy with where we're at in terms mm -hmm. of... I mean, part of it was uh, how do you act like a startup uh, in a bigger company that's maturing, still growing in a big way, that that studio business and the retail business are um, you know, uh, still on a really nice trajectory, but then how do you come in and build a media division that can move really quick? Yeah. So part of the uh, Sound by Soul cycle was, how, like, can we do this? Can we pull together a team quickly? Mm -hmm. Can we nail the target audience that we're going for and get out the concert in October mm -hmm. so that we then uh, know what works and doesn't around that and around the video creation for next year? Mm -hmm. uh, and it was you know, uh, building the muscle so that we could uh, uh, really uh, run next year and do six of these or more. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where we're at, and I think between that the original audio we're really excited about too. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we look at podcast length mm -hmm. um, audio. Um, and you know, we started with the short form tracks uh, because we were using the uh, insights that we had about the audience. Uh, but we also felt like from a production standpoint and distribution standpoint, that was not only um, easier for us uh, in our early days, mm -hmm. uh, but it was also a good way to test. And it was also unique in terms of if you're on Apple and you're listening to playlists, 
or Spotify, you can drop these tracks into your playlists. Um, it fits with the brand. Mm -hmm. So for us, it goes back to the brand and the talent in a big way. And I think that's the part that just I would emphasize a little bit more is we have 350 instructors who have come from acting, modeling, performing, dancing backgrounds, who all on their own personal brands have a huge following, mm -hmm. massive engagement. So that's also how do we uh, elevate them? No, well, how okay. do we elevate them in a way, not only in our own content right. and our own programming and products, but work with them um, to you know, shine a light on uh, the other parts of the business? So mm -hmm. that's been going really well, too. Cool. Uh, I think we have a few seconds left. Anyone have questions for Greg? Uh, uh, anyone out there at all? Can't see on that side too well. There's lights in our face. Lights in our faces. Uh, well, I'll ask one. Um, you know, we've been talking in the, in the town, town halls about sort of just the issues with dealing with, with platforms and sort of the, the uh, sort of information you get back with them. You're building a media business that is mm -hmm. going to be seemingly very reliant on Instagram and, and uh, other platforms to to get the message out, and you said like you use data to inform what you guys are doing. Mm -hmm. uh, do you feel confident in these platforms and still providing the kind of information that you need to build a, a legitimate media business? Because it seems like they're yeah. lacking in a lot of ways across the board. Yeah, I, I mean, the one thing I would I'd clarify is that we're, we are focusing on that portion of the business initially. Okay. Um, so just it's not that we're going all in on distributed and not doing anything else. Mm -hmm. So just to reinforce that, early days, six months of like building and experimenting. But yeah, with Instagram, when we look at uh, where our audience lives and we work with the folks at Instagram, that's a good relationship mm -hmm. in terms of what we can do together. Um, and it just the vertical video component of that, yeah. not only for storytelling, but for, and you know how I feel about vertical video from my past days, but yeah. I'm a, I, I think there's something uh, very interesting there for our brand. But it's not, it's not like we're putting all of our uh, chips uh, in uh, working in that one area. It's just that's what we're working on right now. Um, Nor should you, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. No, right. no, not, no, in any way. I okay. mean, I think like the overall strategy is how do we develop all these different touch points, whether it's uh, Instagram, whether it's the concert series, uh, whether it's the retail e-com newsletters, uh, make sure that we're doing it in the right way for the audience at all those places, seeing what works, and then investing in those places. So, mm -hmm. you know, very much like a, a media company, a traditional media company would, but now we're taking advantage of a brand uh, that grew up, uh, you know, in the uh, fitness space. Cool. All right, Craig, this was terrific. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. See ya. All right. Thanks. Thank you all for listening. I'm Aditi Sangu. Did you like the show? Then rate us and leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or again, wherever you're getting this podcast. And you could also write to me or tweet at me. My Twitter is at Aditi Sangu, A-D-I-T-I-S-A-N-G-A-L. Or email me. My email is aditi at digiday.com. I'll be back soon with another episode. Till then, stay tuned. 